And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blickety black, a black, black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blickety black, a black, black, y'all. And I'm blickety blacky black, a black, black, and I'm black, and I'm black. And I'm finally podcasting. Let's get into it. I've been leading on this Black Series. We hit our third episode, the Black Series. I think I just want to take this time to talk about the Black family and how it's under attack. I think this episode should be towards Black people who don't know and Black people who's in denial and Black people who think that Black family is just something we made up. Black love is more detrimental to society and that people should just accept who they are and why it's a threat that black relationships is just something yeah don't even get me started because i could roast all day with this okay so let me first start off because i just wanted to make sure that i get at these black feminists and the people that's in the lgbtq community that's black and just to tell you guys how much of a dumbass you must be right now that jesse smollett just got found out he was lying and that he <laughs> set up Two Nigerian motherfuckers to sit here and and stage an attack on him in Chicago two in the morning to go get a Subway sandwich. Now, can you can you explain to me like I'm a two year old? Why in the fuck? Why Jussie Smollett would even remotely be two in the morning? Somebody's hitting me up. Uh, two in the morning, getting a Subway sandwich. And it's damn near freezing cold and sub-zero temperatures out in the, in the shy, bro. And two Nigerian cats just got arrested for this whole thing. But I thought you said that it was two white dudes with MAGA hats that obviously attacked you. Called you names, like called you a faggot and called you all these discouraging um, homosexual, I don't like saying homophobic terms, like homo discriminatory terms and um racial slurs towards you probably called you a nigger for lack of a better term right just for us to find out you stage an attack this was two nigerian dudes that got arrested and they're probably going to end up being freed and this whole entire time you've been lying i've been doing was a lie since the front but to the feminist in the black LGBTQ community, don't you feel like a dumbass now that you tried to attack black men, straight black men for that factor, and say that straight black men don't care? When this this dude did the obvious most, the whole entire situation, and now you want us to feel sorry for the motherfucker? I'm not feeling sorry for shit. This motherfucker, that ass did the most, bro. And then he got the nerve to come out the hospital goes to some random event where it was like an open mic or whatever. He gets on a microphone and says, I'm the gay Tupac. Bro, you know, sit your little empire dumbass somewhere. Listen, man. Furthermore, let me just say this off the record before I start this episode. I'm so sick and tired of random ass people talking about, yo, I'm this, that, and the third. I'm Tupac this, or I'm Tupac that, or I'm Tupac of this generation. As if Tupac was like this, this wonderful 
um, this wonderful revolutionary that was in the 90s. Half of y'all didn't even do the stuff that Tupac did. So don't come around here with this nonsense talking about, oh, I'm the gay Tupac or I'm the Tupac of this generation. Go sit your ass down somewhere. Like, it's not going to work like that. But I'm going to spend my time talking about two very detrimental things that black people need to understand when it comes to the black family unit and when it comes to us coming together as a nation that we need to do. Because if we don't do it, we're going to continuously ask for integration and integration is going to be proven not to do anything for black people to uplift us, right? So this is about the love factor, the love things, how we can come up to the solutions of what we can do to be a better functioning people. So, you know, maybe someone might come through and say that Blaze spends his time directly coming at black women and sitting here talking trash about black women and saying these different things about black women. That's not true. It has nothing to do with me talking about, well, my mom is black and this, that, and third. I have the utmost respect for my mother. I have the utmost respect for any family member that I know. I have um, the utmost respect with black women I used to deal with that we don't deal with each other at this time right now. So my love is still here regardless at the end of the day. I'm going to go to the next segment because I, I just had it, but then it just lost me. So I'm going to just go ahead and start off the next uh, this segment with it. So we're going to talk about dating in this aspect, right? And I think it's only appropriate that I get at the um, the, L- the the whole thing and the, the not the misconception of the LGBTQ community by why so many black people may be against the whole thing with being gay. I'm going to say it like this. I have family members that's gay. I have best friends that's gay. And this, that, and the third. I'm not trying to impose my views on how I feel about you being gay and you deciding to be with the same sex and this, that, and the third. I'm not going to do that. It's never in my stature to be against a black man because he's gay. It's never my. It's never in my reasoning to be against someone who's a lesbian because they're black. Now, the thing about it is, is that y'all have to understand something. A lot of the stuff that goes on in our community and a lot of the dysfunction and a lot of things that y'all think is just normal is because it's been indoctrinated by the European doctrine. A lot of people don't like to acknowledge this. When it comes to the LGBTQ community, the reason why they go so hard for gay men and go hard for gay women and lesbians and this, that, and third is because they want to break up the black family. That's the only, that's my only, my only quarrel beef about the whole entire thing. You have to understand, family. It's been a destructive path since day one. In slavery, the buck breeding, when they had the gay slave master fucking the, the, the strongest black man within the plantations, and then they're, they're taking away his manhood and castrating him still. The black woman was raped. And then all these humiliation tactics that happened in the plantations and happened in slavery and this, that, and the third. You thought that shit just stopped because they was just like, There's, the slaves are free and then the reconstruction era? No, it didn't end there. They didn't want us having the same education or even remotely having the same jobs as white people. They didn't want that to happen. That's why they destroyed our towns and our cities. You move on to sit here and talk about the 40s to the 60s about the Jim Crow era and this, that, and the third, and then the famous thing with the Civil Rights Movement about Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and the rest of them. 
some odd reason, family, and I don't know why I'm like this, for some odd reason, I, something just tells me Martin Luther King was one of those people out there that betrayed our people and didn't know it until it was this time to go. Or when they just decided him to just put him in the underground, six feet deep or whatever. And with, with that being said, I just, I just, I just feel like this at the time being. The gay agenda, if you want to understand the gay agenda in the black community, right? When I talk about the gay agenda in the black community, I talk about a whole plethora of things. I, I talk about, I've done research on this. They, they talk about, about how schools in Atlanta, prior to this whole thing about how Atlanta started to become the just this, the, the gay laughing stock, right? For black people. Like, oh, you don't go out to Atlanta. There's a lot of gay niggas out there. You don't, you don't go out to Atlanta. There's a lot. Listen, I'm going to be totally honest with you, family. I would love to go out to Atlanta to meet a Southern Belle there. Not no transsexual woman. Not no, not, not one of them. No, 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 no. A biological resident of Atlanta. I had the biggest crush on this girl. I'm just going to say her name is Jay. I had the biggest crush on her. The biggest crush on her. And the thing about it is she's from Atlanta. And I was just like, oh, shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Cue in the song J. Cole photograph. And that's exactly what it was, even though I don't think that I'm remotely, you know, I think it's killing my health that I'm on social media a lot. I do take social media breaks. So anyway, I had a big crush on her. And I was just like, yo, this is what Atlanta girls is like. I like ATL because I like Southern Bells. I like girls from the South. I like their hospitality. I like their ways. So that's the reason I would want to go out to Atlanta to, you know, deal with them. But let's get back into this whole thing with the gay agenda, right? So you've had institutions, I think in the 40s to the 60s, where they, and, and they have the Greek societies. That's why I have a little bit of a problem with these Greek fraternities that y'all join, because a lot of them are from the Greeks. And if you understand the Romans and the Greeks, and even the Meso Mesopotamia period, homosexuality has always existed on their forefront. So when... You start being indoctrinated into these schools in America, spelled with three Ks. You start taking on the European mindset and taking on their ways. And so homosexuality to everybody, it's just like, I don't see what the big deal is. But if you understand places in the world where it's not developed countries, it's basically just the basic way of living in life. That homosexuality thing doesn't go down there. It, it don't happen at all. They don't allow that. that it does not exist. You could talk about the Jarawar, I'm saying it wrong, J-A-W-A-R-A, Jarawar Indians. You talk about the North Sentinel Indians, even though I feel like in those ways they're not necessarily related to the Negroid. They're more closely related to the Mongoloids, but you have to understand the original people have always been black. You know what I'm saying? So our ancestry... May or may not come from there. You never know. Or just like these people like to pull out the hat of the thing about Polynesian kids. So when you talk about the gay agenda, they had to start. They started doing this in the schools. You understand what I'm saying? They started doing that. I learned about the Harlem Renaissance, where I'm proudly from Harlem. And about how 
a lot of the authors and a lot of the intellectuals that was in the Harlem Renaissance period was all about the validations of white people during that time. But you had a lot of people like Langston Hughes, James Baldwin, and a couple of other people who were gay. And then the fact of the matter, Malcolm X and um, Hayward Rustin, I forgot his name, the dude that was not an ally to Malcolm X, but you know, he was Bynard, Bynard Rustin, I think his name is. He was along this, he was gay. And just the fact of the matter that he was accused of molesting little children and then rape and all this other stuff. And he was rolling around with Malcolm X. So my whole thing about it is there's always been a deception when it comes to, 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 to the straight black man. They would rather you be gay than be straight. This is just the honest truth. I don't care what nobody says. They would rather you be gay than for you to be straight. Probably a lot of these Hollywood people that you worship, they probably sucking dick on the low and probably fucking each other behind closed doors. I'm sorry I have to get graphic, but that's just really how I feel. And the thing about it is, is that what mainly is the point about the gay agenda is not the fact of matter love is love and this, that, and the third. It's about the mindset of the Europeans. The Europeans think on the mindset of Yo, how can we dominate this country? How can we dominate this empire? How can we tell people to do exactly what we say? How can we do the depopulation method now? If you want to understand what the depopulation method is, depopulation method is nothing more than a formula to either make men very sterile or make women sterile to decrease the likelihood of another generation passing through. So to have less babies, right? And because the European population is on a decline, they want to make the other nations suffer. But because we are the original people and we are the best people, we are the ones that inspire the world, they want us to be dead first. So that's the reason they'll go gun hold about having a lesbian such as Lisa Wraith or whatever her name is, speak about how she's a lesbian and she'll be this hardcore dyke. Or you'll have people out here um, that, that annoying ass, like, uh, that, that dude that wears a high heel pink heels and boots or whatever. Um, and he'll do like backflips and all this other stuff. And he'll just be like, don't play, don't fuck with me in 2019. I'm all about good vibes. All this other stuff is just a mainly a formula to get black men away from black women. I'm sorry. You may think that to, to me that I'm saying is ridiculous. They have formula for this. They have patents on how they use water and chemical. They use chemicals and water and in foods to sit here and turn people gay. A lot of people talk about estrazine. That, that, that's a such thing that they use as a tool to make black men more interested in men. It sounds ridiculous, but I'm telling you, bro, the food supply is not only to, to mess with your mind. It's about messing with your orientations, too soy as well and the thing about it is is that they understand that if black women accept it then it's easy for y'all to just the whole society is going to accept it that's the reason right now they have a problem with straight black men because we don't play that and especially in the caribbean when you have the jamaicans that'd be like rude boy i'm a bati boy i mean i read no deal with no fuck boy i mean no deal with a bati boy <laughs> they don't allow that and in jamaica they make it seem as if the people that has been living that type of straight lifestyle, now it's wrong for to have these Jamaican prostitutes out there that are men, that are in drag, and they and they, they are prostitutes. You understand? And then they have transsexual women. 
and the thing about it with 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 the Europeans when they come through with the LGBTQ mindset is that they're hypersexual, very hypersexual, very. You know how crazy it is. I walk down West Fourth Street, and then I've seen an ad that was said that says "squirter" for a gay dating app. Yes, yeah, squirter. That's a sexual euphemism for ejaculation, and this is what they use as a tool. Um, I just as a sexual value, and then it was a black man and it was a white man next to each other smiling so again they use that as a tool but let's break it down even a little further you notice how martin lawrence would play shenanay on martin or you know you would have tyler perry play medea and you have a bunch of these you like i said before they have this 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 dark-skinned brother that plays a woman and pretends to be like a black and he tries to be this like ratchet black girl my whole thing with that is it, it's all a formula. It's a humiliation tactic. It's this evil elite practice that they try on black men because we are masculine and we're strong. That's why you have people like Terry Crews who come out and sit here and say, well, black men are so rough and this, that, and the third. This motherfucker is sitting six foot two, strong as a muscle, got all these muscles and this, that, and the third. And you mean to tell me you're talking about you got molested and you didn't dare punch this dude that grabbed your dick? I wish one of these evil ass white dudes would dare to even touch my genitalia. You're gonna die. You're gonna be dead, man. You're gonna be in a body boy. You're getting punched. You're getting dead. I'm gonna fight with all my might if you dare to even touch me in that area, bro. What the hell is you thinking? And I'm more of in a position of getting hurt because I'm like a shorty. I don't got the muscle mass that Terry Crews has. So I can defend myself, but I ain't afraid to. Terry Crews, you have all, all rights to do something about it, but you just don't want to. So anyway, there's a lot of tactics they, they use in these movies, these shows, and all this other stuff to humiliate the black man and to make him emasculate and to tell him that you should be in a dress to do these films. And you notice the more gay shit that they do, the more times they have the availability to get an award for comedic levels and all this other stuff. It's just the name of the game. It's about embarrassing black women, having stereotypes about black women and all this other stuff. And while also humiliating themselves and making a comedy off of it. That's why you had someone like um, Wayne Brady sit up there and wear these high heel boots and then had these other cats out here where these um, these boots was made from. Not, not no, nah, I was about to say that that stupid song, but that that play that came out on Broadway, those red boots, I forgot the name of it. Because it's about emasculating the black man, how strong he is, his figure, and all this other stuff. And then turning it around and then, you know, sitting here saying, oh, look at this bitch right here. It's a fight out there, people. And what I tell black women is, is that the competition you have for men now is not necessarily about white women. It's about gay men and about transsexual women, which are men themselves. This is what they want to do to cause confusion and to pull you away from the black man, to erase the tox. That's the reason why they keep talking this whole thing about toxic masculinity. It's not about toxic masculinity. It's about judging me as a man because I dare to be myself and I'm proud to be a man. If I was a female, I'd be proud. I would own the fact that I'm a female. The most high made me a man, made me, made me a male. 
gave me male genitalia, gave me all the attributes to being a male. So why would I want to be emasculated? I'm good, love, enjoy. So that's my whole factor on the thing when we talk about the gay agenda. To people that don't understand, this is what they do. It's all this illusion about having all these gay rights and this, that, and the third. You have a lots of rights. The elites ruled under the gay rulership. That's been their whole entire preference. They're gay themselves. Sorry to burst the bubble to you. They are gay. I don't believe half these politicians are straight. I think a lot of them is gay. A lot of these entertainers in sports and in media and entertainment, the music business, a lot of them is gay. And... The thing about it is they have a role with this. So when you talk about the gay agenda, it's not about you making trying to make you feel bad about you being gay. It's just about making you aware. That's why I enjoy having you in the LGBTQ community because they know that you are not interested in women. So the farther you pull away from the opposite sex, the more they win. That's the only thing that I'm saying about it. You make the choice on what you want to do after that. All right, so next bit that's going to take away from the black family is that they've been on this campaign for a while, for a couple of years now, because they start to see that our people are starting to wake up. We want to love ourselves. We like, you know, black women, shout outs to you that want to embrace the natural hair more black men that really care for black women that go to bat for black women and all this other stuff. So you already know that black love is important in our community. We stress that because we've been through a lot of tarnishing and a lot of pain. And if you don't believe that, you could check the records, you could check Reganomics about how they use crack and cocaine to divide the black family, which then introduced the, the um, crime bill law of 1994 that was governed by Bill Clinton that allowed for them to put black men in jail for like the most dumbest of charges to the biggest of charges when it came to crime. Um, and also about the street sweep about Mayor Rudy Giuliani back in the 90s, about how he did a lot of these cleanups that was very discriminatory towards the black people that was living in New York City during that time. And then, of course, Trump with his, his, his fucktard self and him being a known racist about how he basically thought the Central Park Five was a bunch of predators and about how these five black young boys... In 1989, got accused for raping a white woman in Central Park, which was a false charge. And the woman admitted that that wasn't them. So they spent at least 20-something years in prison for a crime they didn't commit. These young kids that was just chilling, skateboarding, minding their own business. So I say this to say this. With the black family, the reason why we push black love is because it's very important. The thing about it is with them... And I know it's very cliche for me to say it because I'm not explaining it the way that it should be explained. The thing about it is with them, it's about lineage. Lineage is about keeping that white blood going. So for in order for them to keep that white blood going, of course, they're going to market white men to be with black women. They put black women to be on a pedestal because after the factor that you had a large amount, a large amount of the single parent household with black women and surviving off of these government systems, the, the idea of is, is what followed after that. And also I talk about how these shows change the mindset of how women think. You had Waiting to Excel in 1995 that proved everything that you needed to know about why black men ain't shit and that black men like white women. And then about how a lot of these shows like Phil Donahue, Ricky Lake, um, Oprah, 
Maury Povich, Jerry Springer, and a lot of these shows in the 90s made it seem as if black men are incapable of loving a black woman and that they value a black woman as a sex tool and as a baby breeder than an actual person and a yin to the yang. You understand? So with that being said, your mother or your grandmother was crafted into thinking that black men ain't shit. Off rip. And that it's better to be on either you don't need no man and you can take care of yourself due to these government assistant programs or that black men do not have the, the utmost suitable way for you to be in love with them and to be in a fruitful union through finances or through the emotional value of self. So get yourself a white man. And then the white man comes in and he's like this natural born savior who's like there for emotions, know how to treat a woman right. He's so smooth with it. John B type of singing and all this other stuff and all this is this whole he's a hero. And it it just it proves again that White men are so perfect when it comes to loving a black woman, but a black man is not good enough for a black woman. And let me tell you something. I tell people all the time, I love the Afro diaspora. I only really am interested in the Afro diaspora. Like, I love my black women. I say that to my mom and all of them all the time. I love black women. I wouldn't be with a black woman. I find them so incredibly interesting. And the thing about it is, is that the mindset of the European society is, is about that lineage. So when you look at a lot of these TV shows that have to deal with the black experience, they're going to prompt up the biracial woman or prompt up the biracial dude to sit here and have the conversation about black pride and this, that, and the third because that white lineage is in it. It's about the bloodline. It's not, they're not focused on trying to tell y'all just love and not no hate. They, they, we already get a negative image and a negative connotation about us every day. It doesn't it, it it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Black people get the most sling of shit thrown at us every day. And that's how they want to keep it. So that's the reason why they say, oh, you need to open up and date outside your race and this, that, and third, because again, it's about opening up that lineage. But half of the time when you hear about these people dating outside their race, they dating somebody white. And what does that prove to you? That they still want you to see as white people as the prize instead of your own people. And that's mainly what it is when it comes to interracial relationships, that black people are so bad that you have to date outside your race to find true happiness. I tell people all the time, I don't give a damn how many times I've been hurt by quote unquote black women, still want one, still will find one, still will get engaged to one, still will be in a relationship with one and still be married to one. If I can't find me the so-called African-American woman, Caribbean woman then. Or any woman that's in the Afro diaspora. Just is what it is. And another thing about that is, is that I have to take a sideline real quick. I don't enjoy that you have people out there that go on these, that pull out cameras or they do all these disparaging things going up to uh, interracial couples. Say if it's a black, usually I've seen it with black men with a white woman, you know, going up to them and saying like, you really in a relationship with, with, with a white girl? Like, are you serious? Like, what what the hell is the matter with you? Like, you really didn't want to date anybody black? Like, your mother's black. You feel what I'm saying? And, and let me say something to this family. I am for black love. I am for black relationships. I guarantee you, I am for it 110%. 
I don't think you should be going out of your way to chastise and interrogate the black dude that's in a relationship with a white woman. I just don't think you should. It's second nature to me that I just look at you and I'm just like, for real? And I keep on and I go on about my business. The same thing when I see these black women with these white men. Let me tell you something. I think there's always going to be racial tension because they know it subconsciously and they feel bad. It's not in my... It's not in my stature to make them feel bad, but it's second nature to me now because I just do it and I find myself like, wow, I just did that. But us as black people, we have to have the mindset like, yo, you want black love. It's very important. We about the family unit. We don't want to deal with this whole interracial shit because we all know that it's about us trying to cater to white people once again. And we trying to do for self. And to you people that's in an interracial relationship, more specifically, you if you are with somebody white. You cannot be pro-black. Your daughter or your son is not black. The fuck out of here. It's just like when I see people like Francesca and Ramsey go on this whole day and talking about the black experience on MTV Decoded and she's married to a white dude. Like, you're not for your people. Cut that shit out. And it's a lot of them that do it undercover that talk about, oh yes, black people this and black people that and they sleeping with somebody white or they're in a relationship with a white girl. And my thing about it, oh, white dude, my whole thing about it is you cannot be pro-black and you obviously are with someone who is not black. It just doesn't work. Now, if you're just a black person and you just want to be in a relationship with somebody white or somebody of a different race, then all right, whatever, that's your business. But it, I, I only attack and I only make it a statement when I find out you are on some I'm for my people and I'm for building. That's when I start attacking you. Because you're not going to sit here and we're not going to be on the same page and you're being a hypocrite. And I'm not even daring to be a hypocrite. And I understand the exclusivity with the black community and this, that, and the third. You know, we really want black love. You know, the statistics show 80%, over 80% of black men is with black women and vice versa. 80%? That's a good thing. Shit, I wish it could be 90. <laughs> so that shows you that the paradigm is shifting. Black men care about black women and black women care about black men. So I smile and I'm happy on the inside to see this. You know, it's just that we've been going through a lot of pain, a lot of heartache, a lot of things to, to tear the family unit apart. You know, black men have died because of the fact that they care for black women. Black women have been put under extreme rule and all these different things because they care for black men. All this tarnished ethics and this, that, and the third that's going on to destroy that family unit. Not not tarnish the ethics, but like, you know, the difference between right and wrong. And it's like, if they really wanted black love, they wouldn't be sitting here and trying to imprison our brothers. They wouldn't be sitting here saying something to black women that's unapologetically for their black men. And that's just the name of the game. And, and also what I have to say to that is you cannot be, you cannot, I hate the double standard on this. If y'all dare to sit here and get mad at a black dude for being with a white woman, you should be getting mad at the black woman that be getting with the white man. I can't stand when y'all do that picking and choosing of the battle, understand where y'all at. And again, it's like I said before, the whole point is about having that bloodline. It's just like what they did. When they started going into empires, they not focused on trying to love you, fool. They focus on having that baby to be half their race. And that's how it is. It's just like how I've been telling you how they 
doing this stuff out in Africa. These Chinese people don't care about the Africans that's there. They sitting up there trying to get that baby to be half African and half Chinese. And some of them just be leaving the, the mother by herself to take care of the child. So don't be fooled into that. So that's my whole thing on that is. And again, if you're going to be sitting up there talking about the black community, marry your own. Because you have other races of people that do that. They have Asians that's just like, you better date Asian. Or if you're Indian, you better date Indian. You're not dating outside your race. I said so. And they instill that in a child. They instill that in the people. And because us as black people, we want that shit, we should do the same thing. If they're able to sit here and tell each Arabs, tell other Arabs, you'll get married to an Arab, keep that bloodline clean, let's black people do the same thing. The problem with some of y'all is that y'all's too forgiving. And that, that spirituality and that Christian mindset sets in. That's what I get pissed off about. That you have to be militant. It's not about no forgiveness. What are we forgiving? Them for doing us doing fuck shit to us on a daily? I ain't forgiving them for nothing. Let's start worrying about our own. Let's have our children on the same mindset and understanding and loving who they are. They did the brown paper test, colorism, and then did the whole thing with um what is it? Um the doll test. Sitting here giving our little giving our little babies the daughters white dolls. Instead of black dolls. And then when they make these black dolls and make all these black little figures for kids to play with, they make them look unattractive. So what are they trying to teach you then? European set mind of beauty. That European women is better than black women. And that is so totally far from the truth. I'll tell you why that's far from the truth. Because if black people were so bad, then why do they have all these other nations build these stores in our communities? If black people were so bad... Why are they afraid to sit here and have a proud black woman to wear her natural hair in any profession? If black people were so bad, why the hell do you have these white people that want to be in our community so bad? Hello? There's a reason that we have this power because we're such a great people. The reason why they're talking about these race wars is because black people are finally stepping up and we're loving ourselves. And the European people hate that. They hate that. So... Expecting the future, they're going to put out a lot of fuck shit. They're going to have a lot of people out here trying to look for the demise of our people. And y'all better be strong enough not to fall for it. You understand what I'm saying? You have to get on your, your mindset. You got to get on your warrior steeds. You got to be unapologetic. You got to be ready, man. You cannot let all this other stuff affect what's going on. You know, and it bothers me because it's like you have people like J. Cole who's biracial. What do I think about him? He does great music, but is he really for the people? I don't know. Alicia Keys is biracial. A bunch of other people. And these are products between black and white people. And it's like, I can't blame you for being born biracial. It's just a reality. But they use biracials as a tool to speak on black people's issue. Because at any time any time of the day, those biracial people can go back to Massa and go back for the, the white validation. And we about fighting out here. So if you got to get left behind, brother, you will get left behind in a fucking heartbeat. Just like Jesse Williams, you will get left behind in a fucking heartbeat, and you can guarantee that. Just like they sat up there and gave you Obama. Now Obama, Obama's not even African American; he's African, and then he's half white. Sat up there and told you about the black experience, but he didn't care nothing about that because he gave more of the rights to the LGBTQ community than he gave it to black people. It, it's all about that, but I'm gonna talk about that with the politicians and money segment when it comes to the black series. But you guys gotta know that. So for the last bit, I have to just address 
with black men and black women, we got to just be together. You understand what I'm saying? I, I, I say for 2019, we need to start privatizing black conversations. When we have events, and I've seen this in Brooklyn, and I got mad about it, I don't understand why y'all invite white people to the conversation. Let white people be out of the conversation. Let us do our own thing. I'm tired of going to events and I want it for us and you inviting white people to come. What's up with that? Because now what I'm going to do is I'm going to call it out. And I'm not going to be afraid to sit here and say, why would you do that? If you know this is black people, we want to feel comfortable. We already don't feel comfortable in our own city. And now you letting these Beckys and these Brads come in. I don't give a fuck if they want to learn about the culture or anything. They've been snooping, spying and doing everything they can to reserve and take in information. And all They always do that. They always do. So I ain't giving no passes on that. But I kind of just want to make this an episode about my understanding with black men and black women. On both accords, we've both been hurt. I'm tired of the fights with everybody. I'm tired of the fights with black women being like, well, black men don't care about us. They care about white girls. Or black women are so hard to deal with. They don't want to listen, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to break down the problems that we have. For some odd reason, black women still think that there's a lot of majority of black men that like white women. That ain't even true. I ain't daring to even step to no Becky because I don't even enjoy their stature. I just like black women more. Um, with black men, this whole thing about how black women don't treat them right now. Black women are so aggressive and this, that, and the third. I have an understanding on both the two. Unfortunately, it just escaped my mind on what it is that I was going to say towards it. But I do witness the behaviors with black women and this whole idea of like not wanting to submit or take accountability for action. So I'm going to say this towards black women, because as a black man, I can go on black men all day. I understand that black men have been disrespectful. This has been a tool by the media. And you have to understand the righteous black man and a conscious black man. He's not falling for that shit that happens on media. Unfortunately, they want to guide your minds by the TV. And guide your minds about what the music is. So you see a lot of these black men rapping about that fuck shit. Because the Jewish conglomerate is the one that's in control of the media. And all this other stuff. They want to see the complete destruction of our people. They don't want no conscious people out here. They want us all to be poisoned by the mind. So black women I understand is a disrespect. And this, that, and a third. That is not all black men. I don't want to all lives matter this situation, but I got to really be real because there's a lot of articles that come out like that talk about straight black men is a problem and black men got so many toxic issues with black men and all this other stuff. It's like you got a lot of crafted brothers out here who's been unfortunately blinked by what they see on TV and they want that type of same lifestyle. They feel like it's completely okay to disrespect black women. I don't advocate for that at all. I think it's disrespectful. You cannot sit here and say that, feel that same energy, and then, this is a problem I have, because this is the problem I have. Um, I just feel like when I tell the truth and when I start spitting game and I'm spitting knowledge about the things that's going on, it's like a problem for me to do that. I addressed this in an episode I had before, a black male experience too. Still listen to it on CastBox, FM, iTunes, whatever have you. We're saying this for a purpose. It just seems as if you have conscious black women that say it to you. You more likely want to listen to it than you want to listen to it from a man. I do get that there's conscious brothers out there that be scamming for some pussy. That be scamming for some conscious panties. You understand? I, I get it. You have 
predators that's like that. But let me say this to black women. In order for us to move forward, we have to identify the traits within inside of ourselves that's pulling us back. I'll get on black men too. And I do surely do my best to say that I have a problem with black men. That certain things that black men do that I think is toxic. So I'm not afraid to get on that. I do definitely think that black men should take care of their child. And stop being a deadbeat father. Know to wear a condom instead of being a fuck nigga and going raw inside of a shorty. Come on, be smart, bro. But I don't get on black men in a second. Black women. What I'm trying to say to you is, you have to take accountability for your actions. You have to. You have to, you have to, you have to. Cardi B, City Girls, and the rest of them is not going to help you with this whole thing with twerking and this, that, and the third. It's very toxic. And what they want to do is keep sexualizing the black woman. That is the reason why they keep allowing you guys to keep twerking and keep showing your ass and your titties on Instagram. Come on, you got to be smarter than that. You know, this is what they want. They want to sexualize a black woman. And to make you feel like you are not a contributing person to society. You're only good for your ass. That's the first step. You have to take accountability for your actions. No, you should not be dealing with the fuck niggas out here. That's not offering you nothing. And you doing credit card schemes and you doing all these different things yourself. Getting over on people. That's toxic behavior. You have a problem with black women every time you see them in the street. You mean mug them and you gossiping and you have a problem with them. Nah, let there be a sisterhood. Fuck this shit. I don't give a damn if Tyrone did you sh- dirty. Talk to your fellow black women. Have a conversation with them. Say hello. And stop with this competition shit. That's the thing that I hate. Like, black women don't want to be around black women. They, they always got something to say. They got to suck their teeth and this, that, and third. This is com- from, coming from a man that's saying this. From a man that sits here and sees the behavior with black women. And it's not cool that y'all do this. Why don't you start going to sisterhoods? They starting to have more treatments for black women to have sisterhoods, to have the conversation with each other about everyday things. You understand? It don't need to be a competition with black women against black women. It's about coming together as black women. This whole thing that y'all doing on social media with this twerking and all this other stuff, stop it, sis. I want to see start seeing you read a book. I don't want to know about the newest color panties you got. I want to know what books you read. I want to know what your mind is like. Oh, you in college? What you studying in college? Enough with the sexual behavior, women. Y'all got to be queens. You can't be a queen and talk about you a melanin queen and you a goddess and you not acting like one. You acting like a charlatan. You acting like a a harlot. You got to do better than that. Because us men out here are not valuing you as a real woman. We valuing you as a hoe and a harlot. That's what you want to be perceived at, and that's exactly what you get. You get in what you put in. You got to do better than that. Another thing with black women is y'all, we talk about we talk about the hair, man. And we talk about the weave. And I'm going to talk about this when it comes to black business and economics. Because I ain't even good at this either. So I, I, I'm not preaching to the choir when I talk about economics. I'm just trying to put y'all on game on how the system is trying to rob you for the, for the stuff that you got. These weaves and all this stuff that you wear, the reason why I personally would have a problem with it is because you're putting on a dead entity. You're putting on a demonic deity on your head. Yes, we already know that these weaves were started from a black woman. I ain't really sure if she's in Harlem, but she started the whole thing. I don't think it was Madam C.J. Walker. It was somebody else in the 1940s and 1950s. You're taking on a demonic deity on top of your head. 
you are putting on, you don't know where it comes from. They use animals to put this on top of your head. They kill people for these hair. They, they, they have, they take people out their tombstones and cut off the head of dead people and then package it up and give it to you. Do you know half of these Indian people that be having shit, like that be having a hair that's manufacturing and sacrifice, be having lice and parasites in it? Think about that for a second. And then the very people that sit up there pl um, combing that, that weave that you get in these dollar stores from these Koreans, it be white women that be doing that. You ain't even know that. It be white women that be selling you poison. When y'all put these weaves inside your head, I'm not, it is you sitting here taking on a European mindset and a European doctrine. It is. And, and, and you can feel some type of way about it, but a lot of us black men have been saying this for the longest and y'all ignore it. Y'all sit here and say, well, it's my hair. I don't understand why the black community, no, it does matter. Because when you take a stand and you don't give a fuck what, what the European mindset means, that means you wear your natural hair. Don't give me the excuse that you want to be dirt, um, versatile and all this other stuff because Asian women don't got that same problem. They wear their hair the way their hair is. White women don't have this problem. They wear their hair the way their hair is supposed to be. Black women, I need y'all to just listen. Don't argue with me. Don't sit here and say what I'm saying is offensive, that I should shut the fuck up, that I'm a hotep and this, that, and the third. You need to listen. You are putting on a demonic deity on top of your head. The reason why the hair care industry is a billion dollars a year is because y'all keep giving money to these Koreans. And these Koreans, they don't give a fuck about you either. They sit up there putting they they can literally have their child survive off trust funds because you keep giving them money for this hair. You had the hair crack in the 90s that was prevalent and all this other stuff. I need y'all to listen to me. Y'all need to take more precautions and to start getting into involved with your natural hair. You want to win against the white supremacist society, then you have to act like you got to win. It starts with your, your image. It starts with your appearance. You can make fun of all these women out here that wear their natural hair, but they saving a lot of money. They're not spending on some reckless shit, spending like 70 to 100 something dollars on hair and all this other stuff. These Koreans laugh in your face. Behind closed doors, they are calling you niggers. This is the reason why I sit here and I say what I'm saying to you. You have to listen. You cannot fight with me and sit here and say that I should mind my own business and not be concerned about what you wear on your head. I don't want to date no woman that wears a weave. Yes, I understand that's my preference, but you have to start looking around the world around you. Could you tell that there's a white woman wearing a weave in her hair if you just looked straight in her head? You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell. You know why? Because of texture. Same thing with an Asian woman. Same thing with an Indian woman. You couldn't tell if they was wearing a weave. Unless it made it like Kim Kardashian wore a weave. And I'm just like, because she wants to be down with black people so bad because she's in a relationship with Kim, I mean Kanye West. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to learn to understand the viewpoint. And that black men, as a majority, we don't like this weave shit. Y'all are the ones that like it. We don't like it. You understand? And you're teaching your kids to, to adapt to this when they should be adapting to what the hair that the Most High gave them. You ain't, you're not going to put a weave on a goddamn two-year-old. So, I mean, that's as far as I'm going to go with it. But you have to understand you are putting on a demonic deity. If you don't believe me, you need to watch some docu documentaries. You could YouTube it. You could do whatever you want. But you have to learn about that. Don't fight. Just listen.
And you have to understand how black men feel. You want to be with a black man. You want to understand. You want to. You want to understand how what us us as black men are thinking. We don't fuck with this weave shit. Y'all the ones that do. We love the natural hair. I've seen black women wear their natural hair and it be straight and long. I don't want to hear none of that. But y'all spending y'all money on these Koreans. They laughing in your face. They taking this economics and they providing for their community. Your community is being gentrified, man. And y'all still want to sit here and spend money on these devils that's sitting up there making money off of you. You got to think about that, sis. Pay attention. I don't know what else with black women. Y'all have to do good for self. You have the government assistance program that was put in place to get the black men away from you. This whole thing about being spiteful towards the man that you had a child with, that got to stop too. If it's a man out here who's willing to take care of his kid, I don't know what happened between you guys, but you guys need to work that out. I want to see more black family households. Okay, you guys don't get along, do co-parenting. But this whole thing like, oh, I'm going to put that nigga on child support and I'm going to make that nigga suffer. That's not cool, man. You got to stop that. It's nothing cool about that. And, and, and it's like a lot of y'all are very toxic and very mean to these men. And I'm not sitting here saying that you have grimy dudes out there that just upped and leave once they had a baby. I recognize that too. I do. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it doesn't exist. It does exist. But we got we to gotta change the narrative on stuff. You feel me? We got to stop that. And, and stop with the sexualization. It's not cool and it doesn't, look y'all, it doesn't make y'all look attractive. It looks, makes y'all look very ratchet. The way y'all dress too. Yes, the way y'all dress does determine how a man is going to look at you. Can't always have your cake and eat it too. You got to be responsible. Now, let me go over to my brothers. Oh, yeah. One last thing about the hair thing. Cut it out with that Egyptian crap. That Egyptology and this and the third. The Egyptians was being ruled over by the Mesopotamians and then the Romans and the Greeks. And they started taking on the European mindset in their ways. I understand when it came to the weaves and the wigs and this, that, and the third. It, it meant status and all this other stuff. But... We were scattered around the world. You had Queen Nzinga. You had a lot of warrior S's that was black women, the Moors and the Maroons or whatever you want to call it, that ruled different empires around the world and they wore their natural hair. So I don't want to hear that. And to give you more juice, I just want to tell you when you think about um, Marge Simpson, the, the, the mother that's on The Simpson and why she has that large ass fro, you know where that comes from, right? It comes from the black Russians that was ruling in the empires and how they had these warrior S's that had these large ass afros that was going up in the air. Because remember, when you wear your hair out, it means that you're connecting with the sun rays that it connects with the antennas in your hair. So they had that. The Queen's Guards get that gets that 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 whole thing with they had up the up the air like that. They get that from our people, man. Y'all gotta understand that. But I'm gonna end it on that. Brothers, I gotta turn, 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 transfer my whole thing to you. That whole thing with you trying to look fresh and trying to look better than the next man, that shit is corny. Cut that shit out. My whole thing with y'all is, I'm not competing with you about anything. I don't wanna compete with you. It's not a competition. I don't care if you get flyer than me. I don't care if you have all the money in the world. The sucker shit about you guys is, you do shit for women. The, the, the reason why y'all put on all these J's and this, that, and third is because you want to impress girls, bro. Stop lying. A lot of y'all sit up there don't even know what economics is, but y'all sit up there and y'all spend money on cars, Jordans, clothes that don't mean anything. Gucci robbed your ass blind. 
They never care for black people. They continuously never care for black people. And I'm doing my best to try to support black business this year, especially when it comes to clothing. I don't want to really support these these regular name brand businesses anymore that I know is not owned by somebody black. And I'm going to try to get my hands on black clothing. That's what I want. You understand? My whole thing about with black men, like that whole competition thing and you talking like this. And some of y'all that want to be rappers, hang it up, bro. Hang it. Hang it up. This rap career that you spawning off of, if you're not impacting the youth, if you're not doing anything, if you talking about, yo, I just got a bitch to suck my dick and I'm rolling 50 on a car, duh, 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 you know understand what I'm saying? Hang it up. There's so many people who want to be rappers and artists, and I'm not mad at rap because I like to rap as well. But my whole thing about it is, what are you doing to impact the youth? What are you doing to impact the next generation? The money phone challenge... You having money to your air, that shit is played out, it's whack, it's corny. Uh, it, it doesn't prove anything. What's your reading skills like? Are you able to read a book? Are you? Do you have skills or trades? Do, are you nice in something? Are you impactful in something? What are you doing to impact someone? I don't care about how much money you have. You have, you, you know how bad this generation is? You have... Crackheads and baseheads arguing on 125th Street in Lexington about how they got better outfits and better Jordans than everybody else. Cut it out. The main problem with black men is always a competition. And it's always me mugging. Because you don't like me. You want to steal from me. You want to do this, that, and the third. And it's corny and it's cheesy as fuck. I'm not arguing with you, bro. This whole gang life thing that y'all doing is some corny ass shit. Because the Jewish conglomerate right now got these rappers out here being blood one day and being crypt the next day. Blueface just did a video with Cardi B and the dude is a known crypt. But then Cardi B says that she's blood. So how you got them coming together to do a video and all this other stuff? Let me let you know something about the gang thing. The gang thing that came, the gang thing that y'all love so much about the bloods and the crypts. Yeah, I got all these different things that was strategized by the government to sit here and, and have black men fight each other. Mm-hmm. Drive-by shootings and all this other stuff was regulated by the CIA and the rest of them to sit up there and have these black parties that was out here for us to come together and to do street watches and this, that, and third to then fight each other. That's the reason why it came about. That's the reason why these gangs started becoming so prevalent. Started in the West Coast, started moving over to the East Side and this, that, and the third. And now everybody wants to be a gang member. The shit is getting played out and it's getting old. Brothers, y'all gotta be smarter than this gang life stuff, yo. It's more to life than sitting here killing each other and doing some nonsense. Start treating these women with respect, too. If you don't want to have a baby with the shorty that you with, then you honestly need to wear a condom. There's nothing wrong with wearing a condom, bro. It's easy. You have to understand a whole entire system is looking for the detrimental effects of you and me. I'm not in competition with you. I don't want to be in competition with you. I don't want to fight you. I don't want to do none of that. Y'all still in these neighborhoods that 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 these white people have no problem walking in and you still trying to rob me. For what? Does that make sense? You want to rob a fellow brother, but these people is robbing your ass every day? That makes sense, right? Let's support more black businesses, man. I don't know what else to say about black men and y'all like y'all need to get y'all shit together. This music that y'all listening to is only poisoning your minds and it's not offering you nothing. It's getting you into materialism. It's getting into you doing a lot of vices and it's getting into you disrespecting your mother and disrespecting the women around you. 
and we going to change the perspective of 2019. And if y'all need to sit up there and deal with pain and all this other stuff, go see a therapist. Go see a therapist. Same thing with women. Go see a therapist. Go see these men's healing circles. Specifically in New York, I'm starting to see it on the rise and I'm happy as shit. I'm happy. Because I'm finally glad that black men want to come together and recognize we are brothers. We are not enemies. You understand? I don't give a, give a damn if you're from another place. I don't give a damn if you're from Haiti. I don't give a damn if you're from the Dominican Republic. I don't even give a damn if you're from a different borough than me. I'm not your enemy, brother. I'm here for you. We should be uplifting each other, not fighting each other. Not to be cliche, but like, we got to stop that, bro. Otherwise than that, I forgot everything else that I was going to say. Otherwise than that, peace and hair grease and I'm finally podcasting.